0: Vaporwave News Network, episode 13. Hello and welcome to Vaporwave News Network, a podcast about the contemporary Vaporwave scene. We feature news, discussion, and current trends, as well as reporting on upcoming releases and events in the Vaporwave, Future Funk, and adjacent communities i'm your host alex aka trucks passing trucks i run pacific plaza records in addition to DJing and booking events over my past seven years of being involved in the vaporwave community welcome to vaporwave news network it's episode 13 covering december 2023 over 12 years since the start of this music genre and art movement i'm going to talk about some stuff that happened in our vapor world this past month and our new website and subscription platform but first let me remind you that you can follow the podcast on social media at VW News Network. We're currently on Instagram and Twitter, plus we have a TikTok and Blue Sky account. So please follow us and comment on our posts to help drive that engagement. If you join us on Blue Sky, there are two great custom feeds created by Ognos that feature artists, musicians, and people involved in the vaporwave scene. The feed also catches all posts mentioning vaporwave in the past seven days. And there's been a lot more activity lately, and some viral posts discussing Vaporwave and its aesthetics have really been popping off lately. Plus, folks like Dan Mason and DDS are quite active, along with many other people in the scene. Lots of people have invites. Ask around to get on Blue Sky. We also have two curated playlists on Spotify that you can check out. Contemporary Vaporwave, which is our main playlist capturing all things Vaporwave, Future Funk as well as beloved subgenres genres like slush Wave, Barber Beats, Late Night Lo-Fi, Vapor Trap, and of course Classic Style. And we have Fresh Future Funk, which is loaded with current tracks from the past six months and classics or deep cuts from the past. I added new selections to both playlists this past weekend. Quick reminder to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on your platform of choice. If you're checking this out on YouTube, remember to leave a comment, like, and subscribe. If you can leave a rating on your streaming platform of choice, please do that as well. Some people have been tanking our rating on Spotify lately, so if you are listening on Spotify, please take a second to give us a five-star rating, and if you're listening on Spotify mobile, scroll down to the description and interact with our polls and q and uh, I saw recently in my stats that we have over 100 followers on Spotify, which is super cool, so hopefully a little portion of y'all will give me a rating and a good one at that. <laughs> You can also donate to the podcast on our website, it'll take you to PayPal, but if you would like to become a monthly subscriber, stay tuned to hear about this new website and subscription platform. I'm super excited for all of you to check out the new website, and I hope people will join the subscription to help support the show. We're going to have three different levels, and you'll be getting an email notification every time a new episode comes out. But before we get to that, what's been going on with me? Well, as I mentioned in my last episode, I spent the holidays in Wisconsin where I actually finished up the episode and dropped all our supporting graphics and stuff. Once I got home, I immediately started working on the new website and began to prepare this episode knowing it would be the debut. But man, it's crazy to think that we're now in 2024 and like the year's just starting to ramp up. I'm looking forward to more shows and keeping the Vapor Sphere informed about the latest goings on, especially with the new website. You know, I was hoping to get more personal projects done over the winter break, but such is life. I'm just glad I got the website ready before I go back to work after the holidays. So what am I going to recommend this week? Well, this week I'm going to recommend a podcast, and that also comes along with a written article by one of the podcasters about the current trend of shoegaze on TikTok. The podcast is called Endless Scroll, which is a podcast about music and the internet and where they intersect, with a focus on indie, punk, and a bit of hardcore and electronic pop thrown in there as well. They have four hosts who are all zillennials or like older Gen Z that came up in various DIY scenes across the Midwest and East Coast, and they all provide really great perspective on trends in the indie music sphere, especially with up-and-coming bands and new genres. They also have mentioned Vaporwave in passing a couple times and Chillwave on occasion, too, with plenty of discussion about Hyperpop and DigiCore, the later term being a favorite of the host who wrote the next article that I'm going to recommend. One of their hosts, Eli Ennis, wrote an article for Gum about the rise of shoegaze and slowcore on TikTok and how those artists who experienced an unprecedented boost in popularity have been dealing with it going into the year 2024. It's a bit of a follow up to his piece about the new wave of American shoegaze he wrote at the end of 2022 for Stereo Gum. So go check both of these articles out. The new one is called TikTok has made shoegaze bigger than ever. And you can go check it out over on Stereo Gum, who's a website I do not recommend you visit without an ad blocker. So make sure your ad blocker is on when you visit the Stereo Gum. Also, shout out to Endless Scroll co host Michael Brooks, who has dropped dope chill wave recommendations is ridiculously funny and leads the Prester John hive. He also shouted out Pure Moods compilations on one of their recent episodes in their year-end series. So go over and listen to Endless Scroll on your podcast platform of choice. Wrapping it up here, I don't have any upcoming DJ gigs in the future. So if you're setting up an event on the West Coast or in the Southwest, hit me up, I'd love to play. If you're doing a streaming event and need a DJ set or even someone just to do visuals, get in touch with me. You can get in contact through my DJ Instagram at Trucks Trucks, or through the Pacific Plaza social media handles as well. Now, on to the show. What has happened in the vaporwave scene these past couple weeks? Well, there's been quite a bit of holiday action in the vapor sphere, which I'll be covering throughout the show. But first, I'm going to go over some recent streams, podcasts, and events, plus news and the band can't beat. There wasn't many IRL shows in December with the holidays and whatnot, but there was a future funk party in Los Angeles by Yoitoki with Groovy Kaiju, Jackson, and 96FM. Shouts out to those guys on New Year's Eve. Looking forward into the new year, there are promoters kicking back into gear, which I'm going to cover in an upcoming section. But remember, you can keep up with the calendar of upcoming shows and streams over at arcology.online Events. So what's been going on in the URL space in the month of December? Well, we had quite a few URL shows and streams. The Nightfall Collective did an end-of-the-year stream called Midnight Moves that featured over 20 different producer DJs, including multiple names that were on our end-of-the-year list like Party Night, Cyan Blue, and Happy Cola Baby. Saturn Food did a birthday streaming show that had performances from Topaz Game, SeaVag, WaveStyle96, and Georgie1802. The whole thing is still available to watch over on YouTube. The fifth episode of Void TV broadcast on the Ryan Celsius Sounds YouTube channel. It's the final episode of their first season of showcasing collaborations between visual artists and multi-genre producers, quote, creating an immersive, channel-switching audio-visual experience. On December 22nd, there was a Signal Wave Christmas special that featured artists will be mentioning in our holiday releases rundown. You can also watch the replay of that over on YouTube. Utopia District did a holiday Christmas stream, debuting their new compilation and visual album. All I want for Christmas is vapor. Although there was problems with the original broadcast that was slated for Christmas Eve, uh, they were able to get it sorted out, and they broadcast the video on December twenty-sixth, Boxing Day. VHS are still available for pre-order over on their Bandcamp. Padchayton also released his first video since October this month, digging into a smattering of Bandcamp releases, including vaporwave like Trash Ghost, Slower Pace, and Days of Blue. Luxury Aesthetics Virtual Gallery with DJ Non has two new episodes up on YouTube: Internet Soups from late December, and Sonic Sauna was his first episode of the new year. Hot Takes had Sly Vinyl on in mid-December, as I mentioned in our previous episode, and they did a special Saturday evening episode with Donor Lens, who were over in the UK. Luxury Elite's Neon Knights did a Christmas episode back on December 19th, and the latest episode broadcast on January 2nd. Big Baby Prophet is streaming all vinyl DJ sets on YouTube every Wednesday night, and he did a Barber Beat Set and Chill synth set recently. You can go check that out. His talent is so amazing. On the podcast front, there wasn't anything new, so I'll shout out the updates from our last episode. Future Sounds UK, they haven't released a new episode, but you could still check out their recap of Flamingo Fest, which, as I mentioned last time, pairs nicely with Utopia District's podcast that released two episodes last month, recapping Flamingo Fest from the perspective of the volunteers who made the fest run smoothly and the visualists who brought the vibes at both shows that weekend. Nightclerk Radio covered Christmas compilations on their last episode, including some from My Label Pacific Plaza, which I mentioned in our last episode. Speaking of which, you can go back to our last episode and check out our list of the top Vaporwave and Future Funk records, as well as the standout artists of 2023. I didn't get a ton of feedback from people, but maybe once I publish the list on our new website and drop a YouTube video of the main topic, we'll see some uh, hot takes and surprise favorites jump out from the fans and community members. In other news, Sifted Sands Records announced they are remastering Vectroid's catalog, crafting definitive editions of her tracks. I'm wondering if there's going to be any physical releases accompanying some of that. Who knows? On the subreddit, voting is currently open for the r slash Vaporwave Best of 2023 poll. Please, make sure you head over and submit your three favorite records of the year. It's pinned at the top of the subreddit. There hasn't been much action on the post, so I'm hoping more people see it and go over and participate. That's always an interesting way to gauge what's going on in the community. Also over on the subreddit, there was a discussion about what makes a good barber beat. And funny enough, my response was the most upvoted answer, which I'll quote here. Quote, Good at using compression and clipping slash limiting to achieve that fat with a PH bass slash drum sound. Unified vision of album art sample choice and track album titles and originality slash uniqueness and curation or curated content aka the samples so let me know if you agree with that i think that's a pretty good broad definition for a good barber bee anyhow there's also been people trying to dig up proto vaporwave on the subreddit and someone on twitter or i guess rate your music has been doing the same thing There are many examples people have found of music that sounds vapor or engages with the stereotypical vaporwave production techniques, but for it to be vaporwave, it has to emerge out of the early 2010s milieu of internet and experimental music that was being shared around blogs, Last.fm, MySpace, or like message boards and the iconic Facebook groups that have been mentioned in other episodes. While vaporwave is a branch of plunderphonics, plunderphonics from the pre 2010 era Isn't necessarily Vaporwave. In other plunderphonic news, DJ Sabrina, the teenage DJ, was flagged by their distributor, Symphonic Distribution, for using samples on a few of their songs. I found it interesting that it was not flagged by Spotify, because Spotify doesn't care realistically. They let all sorts of sampled stuff fly on their platform. But they were flagged through the distributor. That said, DJ Sabrina isn't calling it quits, and said in a Twitter comment that they already have new music in the pipeline and won't be quitting samples anytime soon. Finally, it's the Bandcamp beat. We're bringing up the latest updates related to the platform and the situation surrounding SongTrader's acquisition of Bandcamp. I've been using the supposedly improved Discovery feature for the past two episodes, and I haven't noticed many changes besides, like, a busier interface on the desktop, The best-selling section is a huge mess of artists whose full discographies have been purchased, and it's mainly Barber Beats with a couple well-known Vapor producers in our genres. And it's kind of funny because Bandcamp's marketing for this new Discovery feature suggests the changes are there to enhance the process of finding physical media. But for us here in Vaporwave, it's all super low-cost digital discographies that are at the top of the chart now. I also noticed that it still takes a while for new releases to update and new releases are showing up out of chronological order. I don't know why that is, but I haven't updated my Bandcamp for fans app on my phone in a while, and now I'm kind of nervous about the potential changes to say the least. In regards to Bandcamp United, the Bandcamp Workers Union, they released a graphic in December showing their 2023 timeline, as I mentioned in our last episode. And on december 8th they announced that they had agreed on a renegotiated severance package which included two months base pay and bonuses for those lowest on the salary chain extended health care for the laid off workers to help support the laid off folks at the end of the year one of the toughest times to be laid off for any worker you can read more about the agreement and the ongoing effort to have the union recognized by song trader in a recent article by luke cartilage on the jacobin website i'll link that on our website and in the description And lastly, the Is It Bandcamp Friday website was updated with a message that the next Bandcamp Friday is on February 2nd. So it seems that Songtrail will be keeping that going for the time being. We'll see if it lasts further into the year. And then we here at Vaporwave News Network are making a huge announcement today, which I'm gonna cover in the main topic. But before that, we have our show calendar and upcoming releases. Upcoming shows for January, 2024. On the URL side of things, as I've mentioned before, there are labels and artists announcing listening parties on Bandcamp, so check the official Bandcamp homepage for live events and streams to see if there's any labels or vapor names you recognize at bandcamp.com live. Otherwise, I have not had any submissions to our Google form and haven't noticed any streaming events for January on the Arcology website, but Hot Takes did have an episode on January 6th with Donor Lens that I mentioned earlier. And their next episode is gonna be on January twenty-second. That's back on a Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern with Crystal Eternal. You can catch them over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash hot takes vapor. On to the IRL gigs. In January 2024, we got a lot we got a lot that's starting to cook. And on January 5th, Aesthetic Fridays was back in Baltimore with performances from DJ Camgirl, Mike Videopunk. Trap and Trees, Mr. Hideyoshi, and Sage Hardware who went back-to-back with Sierra Mist. It went down at Map Technologies and it was an all-ages show out there in Baltimore. On January 12th, there will be a show in Denver, Colorado called Snowdream, Vaporwave and Cyberpunk Night with Luxury Noise, Device Operator, Truman, Android Dreams, and more at Complex 24. It's an 18 and over gig. There will also be a Yoitoki Future Funk Party on January 12th in New York City with special guest Englewood. And that one's going to be 21 and over. Friday, January 19th, Vapor Space STL is back in action in St. Louis, Missouri, throwing a show called New Game, New Year, with a hero, bonus points, OK Baby, and more, plus TVs from Scythe Heaven and visuals from Freaky Steve. Nostalgia Lounge is doing a show in Columbus, Ohio at Cafe Bourbon Street with Frank Javsi, M.Kopav, King Quartz, Crystal Eternal, and Laquescence Lightcraft on visuals. It's an 18 and over gig. Friday, February 2nd, Yotoki will be back in Baltimore for a party with special guest Fiber at the Baltimore Soundstage. It's also an 18 and over gig. February 10th, Desert Dreams Collective are putting on a show in Phoenix with Twin Crab, KJ Valium, Dub Wolfer, and more. Plus, special merch guest Sly Vinyl. It's an all-ages show at the legendary DIY venue, Trunk Space. If you have upcoming events you want featured, please submit over at vaporwavenewsnetwork.com slash submissions. Yes, I have a new direct website link for submissions. In addition to my event submission form, I've been working with the Arcology on a consolidated listing. You can get to their calendar by clicking the events tab on our new website. If you send something through my submissions form, make sure you submit your events over on their website as well. That's up at arcology.online slash events. Upcoming and current releases. Okay, as usual, I'm going to start off with a review, and this time, we have some future funk from a headlining producer and DJ. On December 20th, French producer Vantage released his new album, Neo Metro City, on Neon City Records. This is his first full-length album in almost five years, following a string of EPs, collaborations, singles with EDM notables, and remastered past hits being signed up to major record labels like Parlophone. There have been some great songs among these scattered releases, but it's been a while since we've gotten, like, a singular full-length release from Vantage. As the name implies, its inspiration came from Vantage's past and most popular record, Metro City. According to the Bandcamp description, it's an effort to, quote, expand on the first album and delve deeper into the world of Metro City, unquote, which sets a high bar that the album tries its best to live up to. The first notable thing about the new album is that it's a sample-based album like its older brother and has the same bombastic treatment of drums that perfectly fuse with the melodies and redubbed bass lines. However, on the new album, we see Vantage turn towards shorter, French-touch style chops that feel inspired by Roulet and Credimore records. Another thing that sprung out to me was the collaborations. I was immediately excited to see Amherst on the second track, I Want You. A DJ-ready Future Funk album that sets the template for many other songs to come, with parts of the samples slowly being revealed as the breakdowns approach and segment the melodic sections of the track. This dance-music-friendly formula is found on other early tracks like Don't Need to Know and Keep Dancing, which features Macross. but Vantage and his collaborators do their best to shake it up as the album progresses. That said, this formula does produce standout tracks when the right sample is selected, like the track "Silverstream," which reminds me a lot of the track Barracuda on the original Metro City album, and even occupies a similar spot in the track list. Vantage showcases his growth as a producer by throwing in effects and processing not seen as much on the original Metro City. A slurry of envelope filters, phasing, and even ring modulators do their best to bring some sonic diversity to the album, but they mostly seem to make the songs go on longer than they need to be which can be tough for casual listening or for those looking for a more pop-flavored structure of songs like there was on his debut album. The original Metro City had longer sample clips and some more vapor funk that was paired with the choppier French house style songs. But on Neo Metro City, there isn't as much of that vapor funk and chillness to be found. While some songs have added layers of melody, squiggling synth solos and deft effects processing, the album can feel pretty one note until you dive deeper with repeated listens. There are clever moments like the callback to Daft Punk's One More Time in the song Electricity, and the quip at the end of All Peak Jam that I would guess was added by the Phantoms' revenge. And speaking of the Phantoms' revenge, this was another cool collaboration to see on first glance. And while the track feels a bit over long, there is some nice development of pads and sample chops throughout the tune. The last collaboration I haven't mentioned with DJ2001 is a welcome detour from the straight four on the floor house with some more breakbeats and the track is a bit more aggressive than the usual groovy fare we expect from Vantage. While this album might not go down as one of the legendary Future Funk albums like the original Metro City, it's a consistent and cohesive full-length album with some highlight tracks like I Want You, "Silverstream," Keep Dancing, and the too short tribute to his biggest single, 6060, which is a bonus track. Overall, the album keeps up the high energy expected from Future Funk and the song placement somewhat mirrors what was in each song position on the original Metro City album. However, this album doesn't have the same appeal and melodic sunshine for casual listeners and fans of the more city pop and new disco-oriented future funk, as opposed to folks who are into the more repetitive house and French touch tunes made for dancing and DJing. You could check out the album on Vantage's Bandcamp or on Spotify or your streaming platform of choice. There's also a pre-order for the album on vinyl on Neon City's web store. Getting into December releases. Finishing off the year, we have Shatterfoil Industries who put out two compilations of early tracks by Mesh out on cassette under the title, Hard Classics, Volume 1 and 2. And that's classics with a K. A few tapes are still available. As mentioned last episode, iClick put out their new album, I click with my eye on Kaskill Records at the beginning of December, and the pre-order has just closed, so hopefully you didn't miss it. Legendary artist Vectroid released a new experimental album in November, and there's a three-hour uncut version on her Patreon. It's called Crash. It's, quote, a study on recursive sampling, microtones, and microrhythms, conducted August to November of 2023. Donor and Data Girl released a new collaborative track called Forget Your Name, which has been premiered live a few times at festivals this past year. Infinity Frequencies released a new album on December 9th called Hologram Person on his Computer Gaze Bandcamp, we put one of the tracks on our contemporary Vaporwave playlist. And Paradise of Yesterday has released a new album called Enigmatic over on Crash Symbols, which was back at the beginning of December. Things have been a bit light around the holidays for Future Funk, but as I mentioned in the previous episode, there is a new Macross album on the way in 2024, and Vantage released his new album, Neo Metro City, which was reviewed earlier. It's got tracks on our fresh Future Funk playlist, along with the next couple releases in our rundown. Neon City Records put out a reissue from underrated Future Funk producer Grail. It's an official cassette release of their 2020 album Drum Shift with some bonus tracks. Montaigne Records dropped a new single from Fiber called In a Vision, which showcases his transition to singer-songwriter-disco-pop with his own vocals. CoreSpect Records put out a collab EP from Inky TS and Tony Focking Heel called The Popcorn and Grape Juice EP, which also has remixes from Dr. Plector and Hot Cherry. Strawberry Station has dropped his annual single, Future Funk 2024, which is available on his Bandcamp and Spotify. Monty Hills put out a compilation of their edits called Digital Bird Matrix, which might be a good ad for future funk DJs out there. Another good ad would be a compilation called Team Building that featured a variety of young and upcoming producers like Kuwek, Hot Singles, Cadet, and more. On the holiday music front, there was a few new releases this year, and I know the holidays have passed, but you can add them to your Bandcamp wishlist for next year. Utopia District put out a big compilation and did a streaming event for their All I Want for Christmas is Vapor compilation, featuring 19 tracks from a variety of producers. There was also the Highland Velvet compilation released by Sunset Grid. Photoshop put out a digital Christmas album called Christmas Mix 420. There was two Barber Beats albums, A Very Chill Christmas by Global Chill and Beats for the Yuletide by Midnight Driver. And there was some ambient signal wave from TCR4 who released an album of miniatures called New Snow. An album in a similar vein by Kemore Classic came out called Christmas Alone, which leans a bit more towards noise and lo-fi, as does the album Happy Holiday 3 by Signal Wave artist Channel 71. And finally, there was A Day to Celebrate by Crystal Japan, which also dabbles in Signal Wave and has a screencap from the Star Wars Christmas special as its album art. So with that, happy life day, y'all. A number of Barber Beats producers and curators have put out end-of-the-year mixes, which I'm going to list off first, and then I'm going to get into some more December drops. We had end-of-the-year mixes from Gore, Darkness, the curators at Rabbit Hole Club, Azuka, Big Baby Prophets final selections, and Opal Vessel. Speaking of Opal Vessel, they put out two albums in December, Nothing But You and Human Frailty. Savant Shadow released a new album on December 24th, that translates to Almighty Darkness. Barber Beats producer Gore released a new album called The Circuli Edits, which is an album of Barber remixes of tracks by the artist Bounty Ballad, a.k.a. Guild Merchant. Godspeed released their 23rd album, which translates to Last Days, which is a compilation of, quote, old favorites and lost-slash-forgotten tracks. Macroblank put out a new album on his Patreon and YouTube channel, Doom Mix was released on December 8th, and the YouTube description has a fully credited sample list. Oblique Occasions collected all the Ketamine series albums into a single release with some bonus content. And again, a lot of this is like recycled from past releases, or they're like very vapor-feeling barber edits of copiously sampled songs from the vaporwave and Future Funk scene, as well as quite a few pop song flips. So check out the whole compilation if you don't want to listen to each album. Spanish Barber Beats producer Dirty River put out five releases over the past month yet again, and you can check them out over on their Bandcamp page. Guild Merchant released two albums in December that translate to Blood Feud and Figurative Meeting. On the splits front, we had Savant Shadow and the Dudette Division, who had a split in late November called Persona Non Grata, and we had two split albums released by Undersaken, one with Known Artiste and the other with Majestic 12. Also on the Undersaken front, they dropped six other albums over the past month on their band camp. See if you can keep up with that one. <laughs> Snowpoint Lounge put out a new album called New Moon Nightmare on December 8th. And producer Magdalene put out a new album called Ampersand, which is stylized as the single character, not the full word. May Kretsch put out an album this month called Today's Grey Sky, which was pretty appropriate for the weather most of the USA experienced in late December. At least we did here in SoCal and when I was in Wisconsin. Permanent Zimp put out a new album that translates to A Better Year on December 17th. And Modest by Default put out a new album called Raw Cuts Volume 1 on December 19th, which they say is the start of a three-part series coming out in 2024. Life Pattern released a new breakbeat album called Kill Process on December 13th. And getting into the Slush and Signal Wave side of things, Test released a new album that translates to Open Air Museum, which is his first album of originally composed Slushwave. Horizon Wireless put out a new album on their bandcamp December 9th called Do What You Want, and its artwork was by Vanitas. R Infinity self-released a two-cassette album of Nature Wave, Slush, and Ambient that's a throwback to his older sound. It's called Environment 1 and 2. Producer Vapid put out two new EPs, one called Are You Happy? and the other was called All Night Market, which has a Vapor Funk Mallsoft vibe. Sun Turret released an album in December that has contributions from Chill Bits called Come Back to Earth, Vapor Fashion Deep Head, Pernoco, released a tribute album to a fallen friend called Roquiem on VA10 Records, December 18. Slushwave artist Illusionary Dreaming put out two new releases in December in a 2023 retrospective compilations of songs from their numerous releases on their band camp. We also put one of their songs on our contemporary Vaporwave playlist. On the net label front, Bogus Collective released a bunch of new albums from artists like Plutter Giovanni Scorpio, agnar brick mason excel dystopian exoplanet and more including a best of 2023 compilation which might be a helpful guide to exploring their vast archive of releases from this year sunset grid released some new albums by shibashi 205 gentry bad grief and the christmas compilation i mentioned earlier they also just released a benefit compilation for victims of the new year's earthquake in japan with all profits going to the red cross in japan Photoshop has released five new albums, including the Christmas compilation I mentioned earlier. Steffi Starshine's label, Fireflower Foundation, has been putting out a number of releases and singles, a number of releases and singles, six of them in December, largely leaning into the ambient side of things. Halcyon Tapes released a cassette of Dead Pisces and Hotel Shampoo's split album, Era Ending, which also has a VHS video album you can buy. No Problema Tapes put out a Dreamtone album by Euphoria Engine called Cloudfall, and an ambient album by Keep Sleep called Home, which also has a track on our contemporary vaporwave playlist. Global Pattern will finally be releasing some new music, this time from Cyber Surfer 3D and Your Discovery. They have a new album called Exoforest, which the artist already digitally released in December, and there's a track on the contemporary vaporwave playlist. Underwater Computing put out three releases, Transference by Agape Horizons, Night Skies by Brick Mason, and Future Aesthetics by WDE and the Microgram. Business Casual had two releases in December, Ghost Memory with the album Lake Hyraeth, and Mr. Introvert with the album The Perfect Woman 2. My Label Pacific Plaza released two reissues in December, which are both sold out. The Great Escape by Slower Pace and PlayStation Jungle.psx by US Golf 95 Look for second editions coming in 2024. If you have upcoming releases to send to us for coverage, head over to vaporwavenewsnetwork.com slash submissions and use the upcoming release submission form to send it our way. our main topic today. I am proud to announce the debut of VaporwaveNewsNetwork.com in our new subscription service where you can support the show with a monthly contribution and receive our email newsletter to keep you updated on new episodes and special articles on the website. Yes, you heard that right. We have a brand spanking com website, VaporwaveNewsNetwork.com. Using the open source platform, ghost.io, I've made a fledgling website that has sections for all the major segments of the podcast, as well as more opportunities for written content and features to be posted in the future. I'm a bit limited in the layout, but I've tried to organize it like a news media website. I've added all past content from our social media and videos to the archive. I'm gonna talk about subscriptions later, but know that with this ghost blogging platform I'm using, I'm able to add sections to our public facing articles that are available only to pay members who have subscribed. So keep that in mind. Another convenient feature that comes along with the website is the introduction of an email newsletter that you can sign up to receive in your inbox every time a new episode of the podcast or feature article on the website is released. No more hoping to catch the post on social media or praying the algorithm blesses you with my magnificent content. Just get it straight from the source. Another great feature provided by our ghost platform is the ability to reserve sections of the email for paying members. So there will be extra content like reviews, outtakes, transcripts, and history for certain tiers of our subscriber. I'm really excited to have the website as a more permanent place to host and archive our content and catalog what's been happening in the current scene. If you navigate over to the website, VaporwaveNewsNetwork.com, you'll be greeted with our latest posts about the recent episode and other articles on the site. Scrolling down, we have sections for each segment of the podcast, including Vapor history and recent releases and reviews. At the bottom, there are extra links to our submission forms, Spotify playlists, and other info about the podcast. In the header, or if you tap the bars in the top corner on mobile, you'll be able to access other parts of the site, like the segments I mentioned earlier, as well as a link to the Arcology's event calendar, feature articles, and, you can also click support the show to learn about our different subscription tiers. I'm happy to announce that you can now support the show monthly on an ongoing basis, just like you would for a Patreon or Substack. And a great thing about the Ghost IO platform is that they do not take any percentage from your contribution. You can know with confidence that all your money, less payment processing fees, will go to us here at Vaporwave News Network and not tech companies or content controlling platform. So for full disclosure, we pay a monthly cost to be on Ghost and to host our platform through an RSS distributor in addition to paying for the domain and email support from Ghost. I'm hoping that we can get enough subscribers at the start here to cover the cost and then later down the line, allow me to expand the podcast and platform. You know, I would really like to go back to two episodes a month and with the freedom of publishing on my own website, I'm more motivated to release written pieces and coverage of events and music from our scene that's outside the audio podcast format. I would love to get back into interviews as well. My previous podcast did long-form interviews, and I do have a soft spot for music interview podcasts. Regardless, with your support, I'm hoping to make Vaporwave News Network a more comprehensive and consistent platform to keep the community informed about the scene and hopefully legitimize it and spread it into the discourse of the wider indie music media sphere. So, without further ado, if you head over to VaporwaveNewsNetwork.com and click subscribe, you will be greeted with three different options to subscribe or become a contributing member to the Vaporwave News Network. We have free, members, and associate producer. First off, we have our free tier, which if you sign up in the first month, you will also get bonus access to our Discord so we can get it hopping over there. You can sign up using your preferred email address to get notifications when we release new episodes or feature articles. Our email newsletter will let you know when new content has been released, but you won't get the special members only content in the emails or the bonus material on the website. While most of our content that we've been producing the past year will remain free, there will be extra content that only members and associate producers will be able to access. We're hoping to use the subscriptions to expand the platform and dedicate more time to Vaporwave news and reviews. So if you would like to contribute, consider joining our next tier. For only $5 a month, you can join the members tier. Not only will you be subscribed to our email newsletter, but there will be exclusive members-only sections of our email newsletter and members-only content on the website. You will also get the ability to leave comments on our posts and articles, as well as get access to our Discord for more engagement. One of the great features of our Ghost platform is that we can add special content to our public-facing articles that can only be viewed by members. We also have the ability to do that for the email newsletter. Only paying members can view certain parts of the email. In addition to the bonus content in our emails, there will be certain emails that only go to members with the extra content, such as additional reviews, more history segments, Q&A stuff, and maybe even like podcast outtakes. We will also have special playlists for our members and associate producers on Spotify and YouTube. But if you're feeling generous or you wanna hear your name read out at the end of each episode, for just $10 a month, you could join the associate producer tier. If you join our highest tier, not only will you be signed up for the all-access version of our email newsletter and website, but you will also receive a few additional perks. Your name or alias will be read at the end of each podcast episode. You will get a goodie bag of stickers, download codes and buttons once per year sent after the first three months of subscription. You get the ability to leave comments on posts and articles on our website and you can suggest topics or reviews for the podcast and website, plus a special role designation in our Discord. I've already mentioned the special content we can add to the public facing articles and the email newsletter. And while there might not be a ton of extra content at this level at first, as the platform grows, there will certainly be more content and more engagement for our biggest supporters. Remember, you also receive exclusive emails that only go to members and associate producers with the extra content that I mentioned previously. So, with all that said, I hope you will head over to the website and check it out. Give me some feedback on the website on social media, repost the links so other people can join the network, you know, all that good stuff. If you want the latest updates directly to your email inbox, make sure you subscribe. And if you would like to support the show, please check out our members and associate producer tier to help the show grow. I've really appreciated all the support, the advice, and feedback I've gotten from the community and listeners. Here in my first eight months of doing this show and i look forward to its growth and continual documentation of the contemporary vaporwave and future funk scene so don't forget to head over to vaporwavenewsnetwork.com to read about the latest news releases and current trends from the virtual plaza and maybe take a dip into the archive to see what we've covered so far And on to our final segment, This Week in Vaporwave History. In the spirit of the new year, this was a release I couldn't ignore when looking at my timeline of early Vaporwave releases. Created by the legendary first wave producer Internet Club, the album, Freed from the World by their alias New Deluxe Life, was released on January 1st, 2012. This album is at the root of a certain branch of Vaporwave subgenres like Vapor Noise, Signal Wave, and Broken Transmission, as well as the micro sampling and glitch techniques that continue to show up in contemporary vaporwave to this day the album was the second of a three-part series by new deluxe life that was a trilogy of japanese tv and commercial focused samples with the other two parts being the album deluxe and nhk reminds you to boost your signal but the first thing that grabs you when you go to the bandcamp page is the artwork and intense stylization of the song titles and album title This release's style and aesthetic undoubtedly influenced a myriad of artists for years to come. This style of textual representation, or strange poetry, as YouTuber Ye Tex calls it, helps evoke, quote, feelings of nostalgia, lost futures, and decay. And this album uses the unsettling mashup of English, Japanese characters, and unusual Unicode ASCII symbols to amplify the emotions and catharsis of the shards of capitalist dystopia found in the music of this album. You can learn more about Unicode, odd characters, and symbols in Vaporwave by checking out a video by Yatex called Decoding the Secret Language of Vaporwave that I mentioned back in episode two of the podcast. The iconic artwork of this album also went on to influence the visual sampling, screenshotting, and cropping of future experimental Vaporwave and visual artists, which can be seen all over Bandcamp to this day. As mentioned earlier, the sonic space this album occupies is on the experimental and noisy side of things, with lo-fi micro-sample chops that are repeatedly glitched into a cacophony of mismatched rhythms and structures. It takes digitally degraded samples of television clips to create an inglorious and uncomfortable sound collage of consumerism. There's a wide range of opinions on this album, but as I re-listened to it, I was taken back to watching the Internet Club set at Flamingo Fest, where I was lucky enough to watch from above the stage and see the stark and minimalist techniques used by Internet Club to create their set using only DJ software and manual control of loops, roles, and effects. Not even really using the two decks to blend, but repeating and slowly manipulating the treatments of their short micro-loop samples. While this may not be an album that everyone enjoys, its influence has certainly been felt over the past decade. Regardless of its interpretation as parody or critique of nostalgia or of capitalist dystopia, the album is an exercise in disorienting plunder phonics. As a keen review on Rate Your Music said, quote, the samples are fragmentary and looped excessively, avoiding any form of musical pulse or harmony, thus bringing attention to the shape of the sounds themselves and their meaninglessness, unquote. In some ways, the album wants to be impenetrable with its gritty textures and arhythmic qualities, but its unsettling mystery and unknowability taps into that human curiosity where we can imagine ourselves in a different place, a different time, or a different state of mind that couldn't be achieved without the adventurous and experimental music like Freed from the World by New Life Deluxe, a.k.a. Internet Club. I'm going to be linking a review from Sunbleach that has a much deeper and more polemic interpretation of the album than I could provide, and if you read the Vapor History article on our website, there will be more links to other related stuff I quoted or used for research. So head over to VaporwaveNewsNetwork.com and check out the Vapor History section. I've also put our entire archive of past Vapor history segments on the website, and as I said earlier, I'm going to be doing extra history segments for our supporting members and associate producers in the future, so make sure you check it out. Okay, well I hope everyone has enjoyed this week's episode of Vaporwave News Network. I'm proud to announce that you can now find all of our content in one place on VaporwaveNewsNetwork.com We'll have our usual stuff in the show notes but make sure you sign up on the website to get our email newsletter every time a new episode of the podcast or a feature article drops In addition to posting on our website we also have an Instagram, Blue Sky, TikTok, and Twitter where we post highlight graphics and videos with the releases and history mentioned in each episode Make sure you give us a follow and repost the content and please repost it Reposting the graphics and video clips really helps spread the word to other people in the scene. You can find us on social media at VW News Network. If you would like to submit something to the show, check out VaporwaveNewsNetwork.com submissions to access our Google Forms for upcoming releases, events, and Spotify singles. If you want to get in contact with us, you can also do it through our email, VaporwaveNewsNetwork at gmail.com. This podcast is sponsored by Pacific Plaza, but if you're a reputable label or collective looking to advertise or sponsor the show, please get in contact. I've been your host, Alex, aka Trucks Passing Trucks. If you want to find me or my label on social media, you can look up Pacific Plaza Rec. That's Pacific Plaza, R-E-C, on Twitter, Facebook, Blue Sky, Instagram, TikTok, all those good places. I also have an Instagram page for my music and DJing shenanigans over at Trucks Passing Trucks, all one word. If you want to book me for any gigs or streams in 2024, get in contact with me on social media. Bang my line. I want to play some gigs, please. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you tune in to future episodes of the Vaporwave News Network. From our part of the Vapor world, this is Alex signing off until next time. Network.